So if you spend your time festering and pondering about the bad and the things that happened in your past or stuff that happened even last week or whatever the case might be, stuff that keeps on dragging you down, I challenge you to get a little bit more mindful about it. Start thinking about it on a level of why and where is this coming from and how can I get over this as quick as possible because I need to understand that this is literally now eating my time, my energy, my stress levels. It's impacting my relationships, maybe my relationships with my kids, my my parents, my, my uh, spouse, whatever the case might be. It's literally not bringing any good into my life. As soon as you can make that um, conclusion, it becomes really clear and we can all agree that you need to get over it. What we're saying here is yes, that's the one part, but you can really use it as a weapon as well. Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover, but also reach your ultimate goals. What's up everyone? Welcome back to the Real Life Tips podcast. This is episode number 26 and man, are we happy to have you guys back here with us. My name is Mono. Joined by Leon as usual. Welcome back. Welcome back. Grab a seat, get comfortable. This is going to be another good one. It's been a while since we've actually recorded and I'm really excited for what we're going to discuss tonight. This is one of those topics that we've been talking about and how we can actually, what angle are we going to take on the topic? Because again, this is a very personal one. I think it's something that everyone's going to once again relate to. And I hope that by the end of this, even myself will have a little bit more clarity about this specific topic. And should I just go straight into it? Should I talk yeah, about what you're yeah. going to talk about? Please. All right. So what we are talking about here is something that everyone's familiar with. And that is the concept of having some jaded parts in your past. Maybe some things that you're not proud of things that happen to you or f against you or something but you why you should take that experience and how can you actually make that an asset or how can you transform that into growth or learning something from it or at least flip it on its head so that actually you know works for you rather than detract from you and that's the whole concept you know at the end of the day i think a lot of us have so much stuff that happened in our pasts that we drag with us like anchors, like, you know, huge suitcases or rucksacks that we carry on our backs. And it really just holds us back. Now, there's a concept of, you know, uh, the cliche of let go of the past. We're actually here to say, why just let go of the past? Maybe you can see those as learning, as part of growth and a way to weaponize them into actually becoming better or smarter or behaving differently so that's going to be our topic money what do you think yeah leon absolutely i think i'm just i'm so stoked to to deep dive into this specific topic tonight because i think a lot of us like you said are carrying around these massive bags we constantly think about the past we constantly mm. let it weigh us down in a lot of cases in our lives that we have to look at the past not with regret but rather, because I think we beat ourselves up too much. Yeah. I really, really do feel that way. Um, personally, I do this a lot. I'm so guilty of this. I beat myself up a lot about things that are just completely out of my control. Things that have happened to me in the past. And a lot of the times, you know, that forms who you are as a person. 
And of course, that goes without saying is that mm. that actually forms a massive, massive part of your future as well. And how you react to new situations and new challenges in your life as well. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it really comes down to maximizing the time that we spend on earth, right? So we can either choose to spend the time uh, positively or negatively or waste the time com completely. And I feel that, um, you know, a lot of time spent on regret is time wasted. And that's the one value that's finite, that cannot be turned back, that cannot be retracted. It's the one little thing. <laughs> and yeah, we're going quite somber here at the beginning. But it's the one thing that's going to run out, you know. So if you spend your time, everyone's going to have bad days. Everyone's going to have stuff that they regret. No one is immune to that. No saint in this world will not have stuff that that's in their past that they want to get rid of or that's dragging them down. Maybe we should just have a look at each and every one of those events and see what can be learned from it. What can we actually take from these experiences and turn them into something positive? So perhaps an example will, will make this a little bit more clear. So usually we cut quite deep on this but these are usually things that are almost too deep to kind of surrender on a public podcast like <laughs> yeah. this or even to speak to anyone about because um, there's obviously massive things that are not that easy to just divulge but if i can take it back to maybe a school level um there were some things that i saw as you know anchors it was just something that really got me down it was this whole inequality of you know certain mates in school that's got a lot of finances the dads are rich uh, just to call it straight up like that and they've got everything that that they want and for me it wasn't quite the same I mean we didn't really grow up poor I won't say but um, you know we just didn't have all the luxuries that a lot of our mates did and you know I grew up in the skating era so a lot of us were skateboarding or trying to skateboard and act all cool with our baggy clothes and everything and um, you know the, the the clothes and everything that came with that and the you know equipment the boards the decks and trucks and everything it was really expensive and I would you know get my stuff from the equivalent for you know for our global listeners of a Walmart and the other guys will get their stuff from like specialist skating shops etc they'll come to school on civvies days um, with their Osiris or their Globe or DC shoes and all their nice attire and I would pretty much be there I'll be dressed but I wouldn't be dressed nearly as expensively as they are and it's something that really gets to you when you're in school. I mean, you want to fit in. You, you, There's nothing you want more than to fit in. I mean, you will do stupid, stupid stuff just so that you can fit in. Some stuff that you also regret. And that's the thing. I just, I didn't feel myself fitting in. Even though it's as if my mates didn't really realize that I dressed differently. They wouldn't really say much about it. Mm, uh, maybe mm. sometimes they were the one or the odd uh, guy that was just a bit of a douche and he would say something about it. But more or less, no one really noticed that, you know, I was different or anything like that. And what I chose to do at that young age was to figure out what can I do to fix this and how can I make this something positive and I actually started applying at the young age of standard seven I think that's grade nine um, in South Africa so that's about 16 or 15 years old started working in a computer shop I then worked in a DVD shop rental shop started making my own money and lo and behold less than half a year later I could afford the same clothes 
without really letting any, anyone know that I was, you know, paying for it by myself. I just wanted to fit in. So I actually took that as uh, not only was I able to fit in, I really felt proud about my stuff. And the thing is that really elevated this to the next level of completely weaponizing uh, in, in the case of what we're trying to achieve in this episode. I had so much respect for my belongings and I loved my belongings so much that I took care of it. Like I would mm, see these mm. richer kids destroy their fancy Os Osiris shoes with the grip tape on their skateboards, you know, mm. how that beats up your shoes. They would skate with those expensive, uh, you know, 80 to $100 shoes, ruin those shoes within like two, three months. I would not do that i would literally pack them in my bag take out my all stars and skate with my all stars <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> not 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 to have anything against all stars i still have that pair still fit um but still you know what i mean so it actually not only did it teach me to figure out my own way to 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 match them on their level but it also really taught me respect for my my belongings and looking after the things that i worked hard to get so that's an example. That's something that maybe a lot of people can relate to. There's obviously a lot. More. I know that's a, that's actually just a small little thing that happens to most people in school. Um, but that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. Jim. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting, actually, Leon, because I, I feel that to a large extent, I've actually gone through the exact same experience as well. I think it's so important to, to, to and I think you've captured it perfectly. It's basically, as opposed to looking at that, because a lot of people will look at that specific situation, they'll they'll think back and say, yeah, but you know what, I had such a crappy childhood or like we weren't rich and we couldn't afford the coolest clothes or anything. I just had yeah. this this really terrible childhood and my parents couldn't afford all of these great things for me. And they will use that as sort of a crutch towards their future and the way that they're living their lives you know, years later. But what you did at that age, I think, is so important. And that's really why we wanted to have this episode is using things like that as an example to see how you can use that. And that might actually just be a very simple example, but I think it really captures the whole idea. It's using something as simple as that, using your experience, what has happened mm -hmm. to you, something that was out of your control and bringing it into your control, saying, how can I use that to my advantage? And I'm really particularly interested in looking at the research. So we'll do that later on. Yeah. But maybe the one thing that I can also bring to the table, Leon, in terms of one of my past experiences that actually this the story of yours reminded me of. You know, when we were younger, my mom always used to have you know, beat up cars and stuff like that. We, we never really could afford a brand new car. So you always see your cool mates getting dropped off in, okay, not a Land Rover maybe, but... You know, the mates that I had back then might have a brand new Toyota Camry or something yeah. I'm talking about years ago now. In some cases, you know, maybe an Audi or a BMW. You know, we rocked up in a VW, a Beetle, man. Like, <laughs> it was rusted through. The whole bottom of the car was rusted through. There was actually a hole in the bottom in the passenger side. So every time we go through a dip that's filled with water, it actually splashes up to the ceiling, to the roof of the car, on the inside, man. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's like that's the condition of the cars that we used to own back then, you know. So, and what happened more often than not is the car wouldn't start because there's always something wrong with the car. We could never afford a car that was brand new. We just switch on the ignition, and you know the thing starts and it just goes. 
we always had to push start our cars. And that's just something that I got used to. But still, that didn't take away from the embarrassment every time, you know, uh, you get fetched from a friend's house and you have to ask them to help push the car or you get dropped off at school. And <laughs> you, again, you have to help push start the car. It's, it's absolutely, you know, such an experience that, that could, in a lot of cases, impact your life either negatively but if we look at it from a positive point of view, that's absolutely what happened in my life as well. I, I think mm. from a very young age, experiencing things like that in that specific case, it really has brought me to this point where I, I think subconsciously at a very young age, I promised myself even that when I grow up, when I can afford to buy my own car, the one thing I want to promise myself is I want to buy a car that starts. Something that I will never have to push start, something that doesn't have any rust on it or something that I have to constantly have to fix up or something like that. So in that specific case, I think I've really used that to my advantage because that forms such a big part of the goals that I set for myself when I started working. Yeah, exactly. As soon as I started working and I could afford my first car, the first thing that I did is I actually went and I bought a demo vehicle, something that was... It wasn't, it was a Tata. I mean, like, to be honest, it wasn't like the, the greatest car out there, but it had low mileage. And the, the main thing is every single time you turn the ignition, it starts. Yeah. It didn't have any rust on it. There was no issues with it. And I promise you, that was just my goal that I set for myself at a very young age because of my past experiences. So again, weaponizing whatever happened to me at a young age, as silly as that might sound, really can be used in so many other cases in your life as well. And I think I'm just so stoked to actually deep dive into that a little bit more to find out how we can use that to a greater extent, to see how we can use that in our everyday lives to actually yeah. your spur on growth in so many different areas in our lives as well. Yeah, dude, that's a cool story, I must say. That's quite humbling. Um, it actually, I think what's what's amazing about that story is the fact that you didn't go for like a BMW, you know? You literally just like went from, not <laughs> yeah. from rags to riches, you know what I mean? Like you, you literally yeah. just went that one humbling step up of this car is going to be reliable, it's going to start every day. And it's still one of the smaller cars on the road, but you're proud of it. So that's one of the concepts here that's kind of like underlying is that even if you do weaponize your um, past, you don't have to go overboard. The point is that you can, 100% you can, but you need to understand that whatever you are experiencing is is the only thing that you can control out of that experience is what you're going to do about it how are you going to react to it mm -hmm. and what are you going to do so that that never ever happens again so what's interesting if you start looking at like the reasoning behind all of this you know stuff weighing you down and you know looking at things in your past and sticking those things around and carrying it with you there's so many different reasons we do that and a lot of it is psychological and a, and a lot of it is once you realize why you're doing it, you'll almost immediately stop doing it because it's not intentional that we are doing those things. Um, but it is once you get the reasoning behind it, um, it, it might actually be a little bit scary. So firstly, one of the reasons we keep those things with us is just you're afraid of the unknown mm. and you know it's what you've known your entire life and you've now become used to it it's part of you it's your identity and you don't know what's going to happen are you going to lose a part of yourself does it make up part of your character and and so on and that makes you scared to kind of let go of it because you see it as part of you the thing here is that character will never ever 
get removed. You, you can't lose character. Uh, character is a permanent um, culmination of many different aspects in your life that build your character. And you can decide to take those things with you to the grave and you can decide to live with that pain for the rest of your life. But at the end of the day, if you choose to get past that and if you choose to make that into something positive, doesn't that build even more character? You know, doesn't mm. that actually take the characteristical trait of you having a difficult past and overcoming it? Doesn't that just take that to even a more elevated level? Of character mm. so one shouldn't be afraid of the unknown the mm -hmm. other thing is that we always believe that it kind of protects you so if you had some really bad experiences so the kind of stuff that we don't want to go into in this uh, episode necessarily but if it's those really bad things of abuse and those kind of stuff you feel that keeping those memories dear will protect you because that will then never ever happen again you'll be more alert you'll be more vigilant you'll make sure that that never ever happens again that you never get in those situations again you'll know and remember what signs to look for those kind of things the big issue with the concept of dragging this fear with you and this pain and that we're talking about anguish now like really mm. bad pain like terrible things is that that does way more harm than good from physical harm to your health and your stress levels and your mental state to the ability to hold relationships and speak to friends and make friends and keep relationships going you're basically living your past in your present and that is not a good idea even though yes you could be scared that it might happen again and this at least keeps you vigilant that you will recognize if that might happen again the the thing is that what happened is probably it's a terrible experience and it's something that's bad but the chances of that happening again is very very slim not because you need to stay alert of it but because you've been through it but you can actually try and put it to bed and just be a um, a happier person mm. what ties into that is you still feel like you want to punish the perpetrator another reason why you might not want to let go is that you still feel that you know we're not even or whatever happened you you haven't you can't put the guns down yet because you haven't shot anyone yet you know what i mean like you, you can't <laughs> yeah. really bury the hatchet if uh, so to speak because there's not an eye for an eye in the story yet um i think without doing much googling you'll find out how that can really destroy your life as well as long as you um, hold on to hatred and re uh, revenge that is something that will literally eat you up from the inside and you won't be able to really grow a future if you are permanently just living in your past how can you see what tomorrow will hold if you're still just thinking about two years ago three years ago four years ago ten years ago whatever and lastly, and this is something that hurts a bit to hear, and, but it's so true. I think a lot of people, if you're sitting alone and you listen to this, you'll agree that this is true, is that some people think that it, make, it makes them feel special. They think they've got this little chip on their shoulder. Um, a lot of people might know about it. Maybe it's a more public thing that did happen to them that a lot of their mates know about it. And now everyone's like, oh, shame, that guy is at that problem or that experience, and they you know look after that person around those kind of topics they don't bring those things up in conversation because everyone's worried that it might trigger that person etc and you feel that because not everyone has gone through what you've gone through that you are somehow owed more than they are 
And this unfortunately is true. I think even if I have to be completely honest, some of the feel sorry for yourself kind of uh, messaging that I'm trying to drive across here. I've done that as well, I think. Um, I mm. can I can think of a few times in my life where something bad happened and I just wanted to feel <laughs> cuddled and protected and recognized for my for you know, some people to pity me as well. And yep. and I think it's quite obvious why that's not maybe for a little bit, but you know, get over it and figure a way to figure out a way to move on without, you know, trying to belittle whatever might have happened at all but try and move past it it's just going to serve you much better in the long run so yeah i mean those are some of the basic reasons why we tend to keep on to the things um and and you know a lot of it has to do with you want to feel people recognizing this part of your life and that you now get some extra love for that. Like people empathize with you and they uh, feel bad for you and um, you you like that attention and that's why some people also don't let go of it. Yeah, the better thing to do is just to rather let go of it or like we're trying to say is use it as a weapon. Like make something great from that experience and see how you can, I don't know, you know, help someone else that's going through something similar, become a public speaker about that or whatever. But just try and make it something positive well yeah i couldn't agree more leon i think you touched on a couple of things there that that really stood out to me one of them being the fact that you constantly hold on to these things and you want to get even with someone who has caused you harm in the past you know the funny thing about that and i've had this discussion with so many people in the past as well and and where they've gone through this and i myself i've gone through this and i had to constantly remind myself of the fact that as much as you hold on to a grudge and as much as you have never had your chance to get even with that person, if you really want to put it that way, have you ever thought of the fact that that person doesn't spend nearly the same time thinking about you than you do about them, right? So that's really the one thing that that I want to point out there as well. Something that has really changed my life is constantly reminding myself that if I am constantly dealing with a past experience where I'm holding on to a grudge and I'm holding on to past experiences and thinking of how that person caused me harm or you know how the suffering that I'm still going through is all dates back to that one specific incident and all of that, a lot of the times I have to remind myself that that person sitting there probably mm-hmm. doesn't even think of it. they've probably forgotten your name maybe it's a stranger maybe it's someone in traffic you know they've cut you off in traffic so a lot of cases that really does happen to you that's the one thing um that really you know, stood out to me the other thing that you also mentioned is you're touching on and i think the word you're looking for is the victim mentality oh yeah you know, i think a yes, lot yes, of people yes. have this victim mentality where they enjoy using their past experiences to sort of get, get a attention. reaction out of people and get attention. I don't want to call it get attention, but you know, like if you really want to be blunt about it, in some cases, people do that. They do like the attention and that could be because of a lot of their past experiences as well, but mm. they, they're weaponizing it, but in the wrong way. They're, they're using it to gain sympathy from others um, in every mm. single situation that they can get. And you do get people, I'm not sure if this is actually an addiction that people get, like you get pathological liars as well. You do get people that that really, really overplay their hands in that specific victimization card or the victim mentality card as well. 
I want to just quickly jump in there, then you can continue as well. But a lot of people do that completely and utterly unknowingly. Um, oh, that's, because it's yeah. it literally became part of their DNA and they hold on to it so dearly. And it's like you said, it's almost pathological. Like they don't know that they are doing that until mm-hmm. you actually maybe mention it. Maybe now we're hitting a striking chord with someone somewhere and then they realize, wow, that's actually me. Maybe I am doing that. Maybe I'm playing the chords a little bit. Yeah, and that it's really, you know, I think that is probably the most important thing to to focus on in your life as well. And I'll tell you why, Leon, is because I feel that there's massive gains in taking responsibility. And the reason I'm saying that is once you take responsibility, even for the things that were out of your control in the past, things that have just happened to you, things that weren't necessarily your fault But once you start taking responsibility for everything in your life, every single little thing saying that... Even the bad. Even even the bad things that happen to you, all right? Once you start taking responsibility, you start taking control. And I want to extrapolate on that thought a little bit more, right? So think about it in the sense that something bad happened to you, someone did something to you, or they stole something from you, or they cheated on you or whatever the case is, right? These things are not your fault. It's absolutely not your fault. But in a lot of cases, what you can do is you can choose how you're going to handle that. You can choose. Am I going to play the victim card? Am I going to feel sorry for myself? Am I going to always tell people and every single person that I meet that I've been cheated on so many times? Yes, absolutely. It's horrible. It's really, really bad. Or are you going to take the high road and say, I'm going to take responsibility, full and utter responsibility for whatever happened in my life, right? Either I can play a victim and gain absolutely nothing and just whine and complain about that specific incident that happened in my life and absolutely not gain anything in my life because you won't gain anything, right? All you're doing is just passing the blame to someone else. And by passing the blame, you're passing control of that specific situation, that specific scenario to the other person. Yeah, look, I think the big emphasis here for me is on um, the time factor and also relationships. So time and relationships, those are the two things that you destroy when you relive your past constantly. The one thing is that you're losing out on time. And time is the most expensive currency. I say that the whole time. That's the thing that you can never get back. That's the one thing that the richest, richest old person on this planet wish he could buy is more time. And so if you spend your time festering and pondering about the bad and the things that happened in your past or stuff that happened even last week or whatever the case might be, stuff that keeps on dragging you down, I challenge you to get a little bit more mindful about it. Start thinking about it on a level of why and where is this coming from and how can I get over this as quick as possible because I need to understand that this is literally now eating my time, my energy, my stress levels. It's impacting my relationships, maybe my relationships with my kids, my my parents, my, my uh, spouse, whatever the case might be. It's literally not bringing any good into my life. As soon as you can make that um, conclusion, it becomes really clear and we can all agree that you need to get over it. What we're saying here is, yes, that's the one part, but you can really use it as a weapon as well. Mm. You can use it as a way to take that specific 
thing that happened, whether it's like you said, whether it's a, the, the taxi and road rage is a very good example, actually, because it's a lighthearted one, maybe. But I mean, mm-hmm. that can escalate. We've seen it in our country, how that can escalate. Imagine that it does escalate one day and you do decide to get out of your car and you do decide to go and get physical with one of those uh, taxi drivers. <laughs> Chances are yeah. you're not going to win that fight, right? Uh, yeah. Chances are you're going to regret for the rest of your life in a wheelchair that you decided to get out of your car. And that's the point we're trying to make here is that you can actually decide not to let that ruin your day, not to let that ruin your week, your month, your year, whatever the case might be. But not just that, figure out a way next day. So if you go back onto the roads and you see, and I do this, I do this sometimes just purely to irritate the taxi driver, <laughs> um, <laughs> is when they start doing that and they hoot on their horns, I wave at them and I show them shop and hey man, enjoy your <laughs> life and enjoy your day. And I, pr- I specifically decide to be patient about it and be mm. um, you know humble about it and, and let the guy push in front of me. Almost mm. as if to say, you try to take away from me now 10 minutes and maybe maybe even two hours of rage. I will not let you have that time. I'm going to yeah. get to work. I'm going to be productive. I'm going to yeah. inspire someone and I'm going to change the world one day. And that is, that is the attitude and the mentality. Now, the one thing, and I think this is always the elephant in the room of all of our discussions, none of what we're saying is easy. It doesn't come naturally. That is not how human beings are wired. We are wired to hold on to the past. Mm-hmm. And that is why we all end up doing that. That is why I'm talking about the whole point of becoming mindful about it, understanding that it exists, recognizing it, and then deciding what you're going to do about it. If you decide to fester and, and hold on to it, 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 we've now deliberated over this time and time again in this episode, it's not going to help you. It's really going to just, um, I mean, there's a lot of evidence where it can even ruin your life. We've, we know of cases where, um, just not being able to let go of something maybe really horrible that happened. And everyone can empathize. Everyone can agree that it's horrible. But it literally can ruin some lives, you know. So mm-hmm. we don't even want to go to that extent. We're just saying about the stuff that, you know, when you're alone and you're feeling a little bit down, you start thinking about those things, they come up, they boil up again. Figure out a way to take those experiences and make it something great about them and, and making that choice. I think that's so important, Leon. What you said there is don't hand your control over to anyone else, especially, you know, there, there's so many strangers in our lives that, that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. And are you really, does that one person that just cut you off in traffic as an example, does that one person mean more to you than you mean to yourself? You know, mm-hmm. do you really want to mm-hmm. hand all control of your entire morning of or maybe of your entire day over to that person because yep. they just did something that upset you and now you're going to hold on to that and you know hold on to that grudge as opposed to that looking at it from the from the angle of saying let's go a complete 180 not only mm-hmm. am i going to just absorb the impact and actually you know what i'm going to do is i'm going to try and see how i can use that situation to my benefit as well. So maybe in a case like that, weaponizing it, getting into uh, the meeting that you were on your way to, 
you know, and actually using that as a conversation starter, yeah. as an example, yeah. you know, saying, you know what, hey guys, did you have, when last did you almost slap a, a, a taxi driver? Or something? <laughs> yeah, make a podcast <laughs> about it. You know, weaponizing it to that extent, really, really using it to to spur up your day, as opposed yeah. to just even ignoring it, but really weaponizing it and saying, you know what, people like that upset me, but let me use that as a good example in one of my talks that I'm going to have today. Or let me use that as a good icebreaker in a conversation that we're yeah. going to have with the board members of this That's Fortune 500 company advice. today. Julian, I think it's time for the real life tip. Tip, 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 tip. Do you have anything that you yes. would like to <laughs> yes, highlight? Yes, yes, yes. I always have tips. I always have tips. <laughs> of course. I come bearing tips. Um, yeah, so there's actually a few tips here. So, um, and, and again, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I had to go and research this. This is not coming from me because I'm one of those people that tend to, you know, keep, <laughs> especially from your last example, I can't get the taxi driver thing out of my head, but I tend to keep those quite close and fester in that moment for a bit. Um, but when it comes to the more deeper stuff, um, the first thing that you need to do is release the things over which you have no control um, this is something actually one of my first managers that i ever had taught me is stop stressing about stuff that you've got no control on and this is a very very freeing uh concept so i'm going to just repeat that once more S release the things over which you've got no control what is the point of holding on to anything for that matter. It can be the worst thing, it can be a small thing, doesn't matter the weight of the event. If you can't do anything about it, let it go. We're not saying never ever think of it again, but don't let it dictate your life. Don't let it ruin your future. Don't let it impact your relationships with others. Don't let it be, make a bad parent out of you or something like that. And mm. That is very strong advice. If you start and yeah. you take that, you pause there, you go think about that. Think about that long and hard. If you can't do anything about it, let it go. If you can do something about it, go and get it done. If you need to speak to that person or interact with that person or say sorry to someone or whatever, get that off your chest, get it done and get it away from you. Mm, but if there's nothing that. you can do, let it go. The next one, um, and this one is also very important, is to choose your priorities, all right? And this is extremely important and, again, very, very underrated. Every day, you have a choice what to spend your intellect on, what to spend every minute and every hour of your day on. You can spend it on Facebook mindlessly scrolling if that makes you feel good. I've got nothing against it. Just, But if you choose... Um, your priorities right you will quickly figure out that the amount of time that you're going to spend on this topic whatever it is this thing that's dragging you down is literally keeping you away if you have to go and take the 24 hours in a day write them up so you put eight hours in sleep eight hours in front of your uh, desk at your office eight hours to yourself and some extra time in between there in cars and stuff like that. If you go and take that time and you can go and say, these are the priorities for the day and you want to allocate time, then you start seeing the time that I'm spending thinking about that one bad thing is literally, um, I have to now take other things off of my list for the day because mm. I'm going to, I'm mm. going to have to substitute that time to think about this thing that's keeping mm -hmm. me down. And that's going to repeat. That's going to happen Every week, every day, because these things don't go away. It's like, a, you know, it's almost like a, 
I wouldn't, don't want to say a disease, but it's almost like something that eats at you permanently, like a virus in you. Mm. So that, that time compounds. And after a year, you might find that you spent almost like a whole month just on this one thing. What could that extra month not have been to change your life or to project yourself forward? So choose your priorities. The next one is to try and identify the source of the troubles. All right. If you are at that point where, um, so a lot of what we didn't actually speak or touch on this specific episode is that sometimes we don't really 100% know what it is that we are feeling and that what is keeping us uh, behind. What is it exactly? Was it, I'll give you an example. Did I hate high school and I felt bullied or something like that? Or was it maybe just this one day there was this one boy that kept picking on me and that's the one thing that made high school bad it's not maybe the whole thing it's not the entire high school that was bad it was this one kid that kept picking on you so try and go and identify the source of the troubles then it might be much easier to deal with. it might not seem such a big thing maybe it might not even be that relevant anymore maybe you've outgrown it um, entirely but you still hold on to this massive issue when the source was maybe something really small. And then lastly, <laughs> and I really brought the tips tonight, is that you need to eliminate hate and embrace love. That is just yeah. a way of life that I feel is something that the entire world needs a lot more of. Is there's, It feels like there's a scale uh, about love and hate on either side. And the whole world has just tipped the scale into hatred. And I think a lot of people will agree with me. It almost feels like there's way more hate than people loving each other these days. And the whole thing is to love yourself as well. So when it comes down to this specific topic, the best way to treat yourself and do self-treatment on holding on to the past is to recognize that this is a way of hating myself. I'm literally using my time to hate and, and impact on myself, I'm not doing myself any good or any justice. If I was to love myself, why would I spend time that ruins my mindset, that ruins my day, that mm. ruins my mm. week, that ruins my relationships? So stop hating and love yourself a lot more. So that you can cut yourself some slack, man. Uh, bad things happen yeah. to good people all the time. You know, to yeah. keep it a little bit lighthearted. Yes, everyone's got pain. And you need to love yourself for it. And like we said in this episode, find a way to make that a weapon. Then it might actually, one day you can say, and this is maybe a bit of a long shot, but maybe one day you might turn up and say, there's a reason that happened to me because mm -hmm. I did X, Y, and Z because of it. Those are some sound tips, Leon. I really, really like that a lot. It actually reminds me of another story. One of my friends uh, always got bullied and teased and stuff for being this, sort of emo kid rock star guy listening to heavy metal music and stuff so he was always an outcast and he really got to a point in his life and he actually went and he started his own photography firm to start taking uh, photos of heavy metal bands started his own successful business from that he's doing extremely well actually uh, i love to check some of his photos still to this day and he just used that to his own advantage, to his own success, to grow now, himself. Now he's a legend and his bullies look up to him. <laughs> exactly. You know what? But he just looked at it from a perspective of saying, what is the one thing that people make fun of um, me for? And how can I use that to still form a better future than they will ever have? 
and now he's got this massive massive Mm -hmm. massively successful photography business um he shoots photos for international bands as well i've seen in the past so you know really just driving it home in that example as well so i think that really brings me to well my first and final tip i think the past will always define you let's just agree on that no matter what we try and do we can always tell ourselves and be idealistic about it and say Uh, Don't let anything of the past define who you are. Point is, it will. It's just, it's how how the universe works, right? We are constantly influenced by outside forces. We don't really have a lot of control over that. However, what we can do is we can decide how we want that specific experience to define us. Whether it's going to be positive, whether it's going to be negative. So let's just agree on the fact that it will define you. Your past will always define you. But the one thing that you can control is how it will define you and how it will impact your future. Yeah, of course. So that's sort of the only tip that I want to leave here. Leanne, I think it's been an insightful, insightful episode. I'm really, really glad that we that we managed to um, deep dive into into this specific topic here. I think that it's very, very important. And mm. just before we close up here, I want to thank you all for joining the, another episode. And please remember to head over to our website. We're running a poll there at the moment. We want to find out if this is enough, if the episode length is good enough, if it's too long, if it's too short. If you guys want to hear more from us as well, we're planning on maybe releasing another episode during the week, maybe a shorter episode in the middle of the week or so. So please head over to rltstudios.com slash show24. That's rltstudios slash show24. It's literally just going to take you two seconds. You're going to get a pop-up on the right-hand corner of your screen. It's going to ask you two questions. Number one, would you like to hear more from us? Uh, Is one episode enough or would you like more episodes in a week? And number two, is the length okay? We really want to cater for you guys. We really want to make sure that we we, um, bring in some additional content and we keep it to whatever your preferences are. Yeah, I mean, we get mixed responses from people saying that it's um, a little bit long and we've got people saying that um, it needs to be shorter but then we've got a lot of people like myself for example enjoy long form so we just kind of want to get we want to listen to you you guys are the ones supporting the channel so if it's too long or too short or whatever the case might be let us know we're happy to take that advice and apply to the show maybe i think yeah doing a nice short show in the middle of the week that might be a nice one um so yeah thank you very much guys um rltstudios.com forward slash show 24 show 24 um go and support us there and give us your feedback there you have it ladies and gentlemen i think it's been a great episode thank you once again for tuning in this was weaponizing your past experiences seeing how you can use whatever has happened to you in the past and drive that to help you grow in your future episode 26 my name is mono you're joined by leon as usual thank you very much enjoy the day we'll see you Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We really hope that you have found inspiration or motivation from our content this far. If you want to get access to sneak previews to our upcoming shows on a weekly basis, 
Go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel or join our Facebook page where we also share our blog posts and other great content from time to time. So head over to our Facebook and YouTube channels and feel free to share it with your friends so that they can also join you on the journey to success. Until next time, guys. Cheers.